Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Hello there. Welcome back to another podcast episode. How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. I'm super excited for this. If I sound different, it's because I'm actually using my podcast mic today and I'm not using my phone. So that's why it sounds a little bit different if you can tell. But I'm really excited for this episode because if you're not following me on Instagram at superlysam or superlysam, I spelled that out so you can search me up on there. I recently just ran my first ever 10K race, which is 6.2 miles. And it was the fastest pace I've ever ran. And I placed third in my age group. So I just wanted to say that out loud because this is like a goal that I thought I would never reach, but also a goal that I never thought would be possible because if you have been here from the very beginning, you know that I've done a lot of diets and I'm a weightlifting girl. That has always been the case because after I did Insanity, I was a cardio bunny at first when I started being introduced to the gym. But then I was like, I don't like cardio. I don't like running. Like this is so like not it. And I just went into weightlifting. I did that for years. And I feel like I'm coming back in circles because it's not that I don't love weightlifting anymore. I still do, but I have found such a passion for running now and I just love it. It helps me so much mentally, but also it helps me manage my anxiety. So it's just crazy to like think about like how everything is almost coming in full circle of like things that I used to don't like enjoy is me enjoying it now. So this is why today's episode, I want to share with you the lessons that I learned training for this 10K. And this is something I'm really passionate about because I intentionally choose to like do this race specifically for, for fun. But also I wanted to really grow mentally and see what is possible if I like talk to myself in a different way compared to like how I used to talk to myself when I used to run and when I used to do weightlifting. It was more of like, you know what, let me do this like fun thing, see what I learn about it and tell you how it relates to weight loss because it's so similar. Like the patterns are so similar to the things that I coach you in six-month one-on-one coaching, but also a lot of the topics that I coach my clients on, which is consistency and being intentional with your food and your workouts if you want to see the weight come off. So let's dive into that, right? I'm going to share with you, why did I do this race? So just to give you a little bit of a background, when I got culturally married in August of 2022, I have been in this maintenance phase for about a year. And that was because I was just going through a lot of life transition. I feel like at the time I didn't have the energy or the capacity to be like, hey, let me focus on a weight loss goal or like, hey, let me let me try to train for like a 10K. Like none of that stuff was coming up for me because I was just like, you know what? I'm at a season where 
I'm learning how to navigate this new married life, but also like we were planning for our Cancun wedding in April of 2023. And so it just felt like it was wedding season and it didn't feel good for me to just set a goal for my weight loss health journey because of everything going on. And so I just intentionally decided that I wanted to just maintain my weight, see like what I can do outside of fitness at this time, because I was still taking care of myself, but like I didn't have like a goal to work towards. It was just like, let me get my basic movement in per week. Let me get like the basic needs that I need to put into my body in terms of food. And eventually, you know, August 2023, September came around and I got really bored. Like I was at a point where I was like, okay, everything has settled down now. I feel really good, but also I started feeling less inspired in my journey. And this happens a lot, especially when you've been in your journey for a long time. Like weight loss just doesn't motivate you the same like how it used to. And so you have to have goals for yourself that is not weight loss related, but it's more of let me see how capable my body is and let me just like have fun. Let me challenge myself in a new way because eventually when you're just maintaining it, it's like it's good for you to practice your maintaining identity, which is a podcast episode that I did that I can leave in the show notes below for you if you struggle with maintaining your progress or your weight. But there comes a point where you got the habits down and you're just like, I'm ready for something new. And that was what I was feeling. And I wanted to do a 10K. And that was where the idea started. And I also want to say, during this time, I was also coaching my client, Sunam, and she was preparing for a 10K. Now, I have done 5Ks in the past, but I've always wanted to do like a 10K, but I always felt a little bit intimidated. And it wasn't until I started coaching my client, Sunam, and I realized how similar training for a 10K is, like in terms of the mindset, like how similar that is to a 5K. And just because that the miles, like the distance is longer, doesn't necessarily mean that it's completely different things. It's it's the basics still apply in terms of your mindset, the way that you eat, the way that you train, and like how long you train for, recovery. Basically, like the process just looks very similar. If you're training for like a longer race, you're obviously going to be taking a longer time than if you were to train for a 5K versus a 10K, et cetera. But the foundation, you know, stays the same. And so when, she, when I was coaching my client on this, I like just got so inspired because here's the thing. I am always my first client before any of my clients. And I'm the type of coach that I like to walk the walk. If I'm coaching you on something, I'm doing that myself. Like I would never coach you on something that I haven't done myself because that's just out of integrity for me. And so when I was coaching my client on this, I'm like, I got to go do it. I want to do this. I just want to see like how fun this could be. This brings me to the third point of like why I decided to do this race was I realized that back in October when I did my weight loss um, 10 year anniversary party, that really changed my identity. Like it changed who I was and it really allowed me to see that like, damn, like I'm not the same person anymore. And it brings me to this concept that I want to introduce to you, which is 
having an identity project in your weight loss journey. And I'm going to do a whole separate podcast episode about this, but I chose this 10K goal as a identity project for me. Like the goal wasn't for me to be the fastest or to beat certain records. It wasn't even about that. It was like, I want to be a different person after this race. And that person is being created in the process. She's not going to be created in like at the destination. She's going to be created in the process. And that was my intention. I'm like, I'm going to be a whole different person after I finish this race because I've never done this before. I'm doing this in the winter. Okay, I live in Minnesota. So usually during the times when January comes around, it's really cold. And this is something that I've never done before where I would never actually like be excited to run in the snow and in the wintertime. So I knew that like just setting this goal was already like challenging because of the weather. But also I knew that I was going to be a different person after this race. Like that was my intention from the beginning. I wanted to change my identity. And so I share this with you because I want you to see like why I decided to do this race. Like, and this is good for you because whenever you set a weight loss goal, whether it's 15 pounds, 30 pounds, 25 pounds, you need to know why you're going after it. And you need to be more passionate and fall in love with who you become more than hitting the goal. And I know like when people used to tell me this, I would be like, ha yeah, that sounds like, okay, what do you mean? Like, how do you fall in love with the process and not be attached to the weight goal? And it comes down to you enjoying the process more than the destination. And so that leads me to the lessons that I want to share with you. And that first lesson that I learned during this 10K race is how important setting a goal is in a timeline. Let me just explain. So when you're in your journey, like your weight loss journey, if you don't have a goal, like a clear goal of like how much weight you want to lose or how much weight you want to lift, let's say if your goal was to get stronger and you don't have like a set time of like, hey, I'm going to check in with myself at this time to see whether or not I have met that goal, you are going to be a work in progress towards your goal forever because you are leaving room for unintentional decisions to happen with your food and with your workouts. But when you have a clear goal and you have a date tied to it, it's almost like you you get laser focused and you make more room for intentional decision because you have to make intentional decision because you set the goal and the timeline. And so this doesn't mean that like your timeline is your deadline. I want you to get that out of the way. I want you to see it as like checkpoints. I did an episode about like deadline versus checkpoints. That's a really good one too. Listen to that. These timeline and checkpoints are there for you to like check in with yourself to see whether or not you are on track to your goal. And This is very important because if I didn't have a date for my 10K, I would be training for that 10K for a very long time. And I would actually be a little bit messy with my workouts. So when I was just maintaining my 
my weight, I was going to Orange Jury. Sometimes I would go walking. Sometimes I would go weightlifting. And then sometimes I'll go running. I think I was only running like once a week. And when I decided to go for this goal, it was like, I can't just run once a week anymore. Like my workout like program has to change. Like even though I was still working out four times a week, what I was doing within those like four workouts that I had, like running had to be prioritized. And the only way I prioritized it was because I had a goal and a timeline to look forward to. But if I didn't have that, like I would like, I'll be a little bit wishy-washy with my workouts and I would just keep going and just going about my day, going with the flow. And then like later on questioning like, okay, when am I really going to run that you know, that 10K. This is why setting a clear goal is very important, but also having like a timeline attached to it. And a lot of people, like if you are afraid to set like a time or like a date to it, it's because you are scared that you might not hit it. But the goal isn't for you to hit it at that like date that you set for yourself. It's more of like, this is a checkpoint for me to see if like, am I on the right track? And am I preparing myself enough to be the person to keep off that weight when the weight has come off. And that was what I just had to keep telling myself of like, of course I had this 10K date, but like even like a couple weeks before that, I would constantly check in with myself because I have multiple checkpoints. I would have to tell myself like, am I on track to like run 6.2 miles nonstop? Like how does it feel on today's run? Do I need to focus more on recovery? Do I need to focus more on like activating my glutes more, whatever it is. But it was just like, I had to check in with myself. Like, am I ready for the race? Like there were times where I was like, you need to like focus on resting and recovery. Like you cannot like have two back-to-back long runs. And if I didn't have the checkpoints, like I wouldn't be having that conversation with myself. So I just want you to like see how important it is for you to have a goal and for you to have a timeline attached to it. This is why in six month one-on-one coaching, we have a check-in point every six weeks. Even though the program is six months, you are checking in with yourself and your progress, your food and like your workouts every six weeks to make sure that like, is it like supporting you towards your 20 pound goal? And anything that's not supporting that, it's like we're letting that shit go and then we're making adjustments so that you're always like, knowing whether or not you are on the right track and like you will know if you are not on the right track by the time that checkpoint comes if you are not doing what's needed for you to stay ready for your weight loss goal okay so that's the first lesson the second lesson is I had to learn how to trust the process like this was the testament of like trusting in the deepest way that I've ever had to trust. And let me just explain why. When I was training for this 10K, there were some days where I had like horrible runs. I think there was one day where I was supposed to run a like three miles or like 2.53 miles one between one of those numbers. And I ran 1.88 miles and I stopped. And I'm like, I can't go anymore. Like I just didn't have the energy that day. I was more tired than usual. And I was really disappointed because this was like a week out from my race. And I'm like, if I can't even run 1.88 miles, like how the hell am I supposed to run 6.2 miles? 
And I had to keep telling myself, Sam, trust the plan. Trust the plan that you have for yourself. Like the fact that you've been consistent, it's going to make up for the quote unquote bad workout days, right? Like the bad run days. And I had to literally tell myself a different story of the training that you're doing. Trust it. Trust that it's working. Trust that on race day, these efforts that you put in, even if it's not like perfect where you didn't hit the distance for that day, trust that it's going to support you in some way. And I had to keep telling myself that. And that was just one bad run, okay? I had a few couple ones. There was one time where I was like, okay, I'm going to go run. And then I got my gears on and then I started running and it was cold as hell. And I was like, I was about to go back. I was like, I don't want to run anymore. It's cold. (laughs) And then I like looped around the neighborhood and I'm like, you know what? Let's just keep going. But then that day I ended early too. So I give you this because there will be times in your weight loss journey where you you are going to have to trust the process and you're going to have to trust that the plan that you're doing is enough and that you don't need to like do more or you don't need to like make one quote unquote bad meal or bad workout determine how the end result is going to look like. Your job is going to have to be trusting that the work that you put in is going to get you ready for that check-in, right? And it did. I just remember trusting the process so much and trusting the process made me more excited to be consistent. And because of my consistency during race day, like I remember I did a, a run three days before race day. That run was horrible too. And I ran nonstop. And it was the best pace I've ever had. And I I was just like mind blown. I'm like, this is why you have to trust the process. Because if I based any of my bad workout days and tie that to this race day, like this race day wouldn't happen. But also this race day could have turned out very different. So I just want you to like think about that, right? Like where are you not trusting the weight loss plan? Where are you not trusting yourself that like consistency is enough for you to like hit your goal? And where can you be okay with the bad workout days and the bad meals? And I say quote bad because there's not necessarily like such thing as bad meals. It's just like you ate something and you work out in a way that you didn't enjoy. Like it just, the outcome wasn't what you expected. And now that's considered bad. Okay. So I just want you to think about that. And then the third lesson that I learned was focusing on how far I've come more than how far I have left to go helped me stay consistent and stay focused. And I want to offer this to you because when I was running in the race, there were times where, you know, they'll give you these like little markers that they'll tell you, okay, you've hit one mile, you've hit two miles, all that stuff. And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, I still have four miles to go. Oh my gosh, I still have like halfway to go. And I would have to switch my mindset, like my self-dialogue to be like, okay, Sam, you've done one mile, you can go one more. And I'll just like push myself to like two miles. And then like, I'll be like, okay, 
you did two miles, you can do three. And I just kept like focusing on one mile at a time. And I didn't get too caught up in like, oh, I have 6.2 miles to go or like I have three left. Now, I'm not saying those things didn't come up. It absolutely did in my head. But I had to redirect my focus. And I want you to be able to do that for yourself when your brain wants to focus on, oh, my gosh, I have 10 more pounds to lose or, oh, my gosh, I have 30 more pounds to go. And I want you to focus more. Oh, my gosh, I've already lost five pounds. I've already lost one pound. If I could do one pound, I could do another pound. If I could do five pounds, I could double that. And like that's the mentality that I want you to have in your journey Because when you focus on how much you have left, you get discouraged and you get defeated and you start to want to like change up the pace. Like you want to go faster. And if I went any faster in this race, it would probably have gone very differently. Like I probably would have hurt myself. I probably wouldn't have kept going. Like I probably would have stopped because I needed to breathe, you know, because I went faster than my body could handle And I just want you to like think about that for yourself. It's like take it one bite size at a time, meaning take it one pound at a time. Take it one meal at a time. Take it one workout at a time. Stop looking at like, I still have three more workouts to go for the week or I still have to eat healthy for like the next two meals. Like I just want you to be like, okay, I'm just going to focus on lunch. And then I'm just going to focus on my workout today. And then when tomorrow comes, we will worry about tomorrow. And that was like the energy that got me to be like, okay, like we don't need to have unnecessary stress right now. We could take it one step at a time. And that really encouraged me to just keep going. And that allowed me to let my breath, like my breathing aligned with my efforts. And that made it easier for me to run. But Anytime, like when I felt like I needed to rush, like I'll go too quickly and then my breathing wouldn't align with my running and then I will feel off. And then I'll only last for a little bit in that pace and then I'll have to go back to my original pace that felt good. And so I want you to like be able to tell when you are jumping too fast and you need to adjust yourself so that you can go at a pace that is more sustainable for you. Okay, so that is lesson number Three. So lesson number four is preparing your mindset by making decisions ahead of time. And this is something that I had to do that brought me back to like my beginner's days when I started working out and I couldn't stay consistent. And I was learning how to like figure out like how can I just go to the gym or work out consistently per week. I used to tell myself the night before like okay tomorrow is your workout day and I would prepare my clothes and my shoes and I would basically like get ready for it so that like the next day I'm like okay today's the workout day I already decided last night so we're gonna go do it I had to do this same mentality for this goal because it was cold outside we got some snow and I had to be like okay Sam tomorrow you're running And anytime I did that for myself, it was like it it almost prepared my brain to be like, okay, we're not going to debate about this. You've already decided. It's just go time. But on the weeks where I didn't like intentionally decide this decision ahead of time, I wouldn't run the next day. 
I noticed how big of a deal it was for me to prepare my mindset, but also like make these decisions ahead of time so that I make it easier for myself the day of. Like there will be some mornings where I didn't even want to wake up. It was so cold and I didn't feel like running, but I'm like, you know what, Sam, you already prepared your stuff. You said you're going to do it yesterday. We're not even going to debate about it. And I just like brush my teeth, wash my face. And then I just went like, I didn't even have time to debate myself because by the time the debate was starting, I was already outside the door. So this is where I want you to like play this with yourself and just see what happens. So for example, if you have a hard time staying consistent, how about you try to become the person that exercise and prepare for it the night before and see what happens the next day. And the next time you don't do that and see if it makes a difference to you working out or not. And I just want you to play with that because what I have learned is when you are living in indecision, that wastes so much time. You're spending a lot of energy when that energy could be used to work out. And you're spending a lot of time just thinking and not doing. And that doesn't produce like the weight loss progress that you want. Like I was on Instagram story the other day and I was like, it took me two hours to cook my Chinese stir fry broccoli in my head. But when I actually went to go do it, it only took me 20 minutes. So I just want you to take that concept with you of like our brains like to make a big deal out of things and you have to be the one to make it easier on yourself by saying we're deciding to do this today. And like you saying we are deciding to do this, your brain is going to get along with you and it's going to be like, okay. We're just going to shut up. We're not even going to try to be like, oh, should we do it today? Should we not work out? Should we meal prep? Should we not? Should we eat that? Should we eat this? It's just like, okay, it's already decided. Now it can like STF you. <laughs> okay. And then the last lesson I want to share with you, lesson number five, is how important recovery and rest is just as much as training. After this race, I didn't work out for two days and I went back and did like a weightlifting workout, but it was very light. And then the other day I just did Orange Theory, but it was more of a light workout too. I didn't push myself too much because I still felt like, even though I wasn't sore, I still felt like my body was going through the period of recovery and it still felt like a little bit tired from the race. And so I didn't push myself too much. And I want to say this because I think a lot of times when you're in your weight loss journey, it's so easy to get wrapped up in like the training, the eating, you know, those things, right? Like, okay, I just got to eat right. I got to train right. I just got to stay consistent. Let's go hard. Let's go home. Like, it's so easy to be in that mindset. But like, you have to rest. You have to give yourself like time to recover. You also need to make sure that you're recovering well with the foods that you put into your body and give yourself rest days, right? And rest days didn't necessarily mean you don't do anything. Like my type of rest day is not sitting on the couch all day. I just don't feel good when I do that. My rest day is like, okay, I'm gonna go for a walk. Like it's still like an active rest day. So I want you to like see how important rest is because I remember when I was training for this 10K, I really wanted to run like four times a week. But my body was just like, I don't really like the four times a week. So instead, I was running like three times a week. There were some weeks where I did two times a week. And the rest in between really helped make the next run better. 
So as much as you're training, your rest days also needs to match up. Okay. Anyways, I hope you enjoy this episode. I am just like super excited about this. I was really pumped to just record this one because I learned so much in the process. But also, like, I'm excited. I have decided that I want to do a half marathon in the fall. And so I'm going to start training for that soon. And it's just so crazy that I enjoy running when I used to not like enjoy it and I used to like talk shit about it right and now I I love it I love it for the game I love it for the process and it really taught me that celebrating the process is just as important as the destination and the race day was just another day of me doing the work and I want you to see your weight loss journey like that of like yeah when you lose the 20 pounds you didn't get to that 20 pounds just like the next day. It's like it took one pound at a time, just like it took one mile at a time. And then like once you get to that 20 pound, you still got to maintain it, right? You still got to maintain it. And that's a whole different work. And so it's like, don't rush, like take your time in the process, but have those checkpoints and those timelines so that you know you're on track and you're not just going with the flow so that you make less room for unintentional food and workout decisions and you're staying focused, okay? And let me know if you have any questions. Send me a DM on Instagram at superleesam. I want you to come join Six Month One One Coaching. If you have been thinking about losing weight and you don't want to do the restricting way, this is the program to be in. In this program, I'm going to help you lose any weight you want. Now, a lot of the clients that come to me, they want to lose 20 pounds and they do lose 20 pounds. But if you're like, I want to lose 10 pounds, I want to lose 30 pounds, I got you. And you want to do it in a way where you're eating your cultural food and you're working out in a way that works with your body. I got you. Everything is customized to you. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes below for you to apply. After you apply, we're going to hop on a free sales call to chat to see if you are a great fit. And if you have any other questions, let me know. But don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast on either Apple or Spotify. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to lose your first 10 to 20 pounds, eating what you like, no diets, no restriction, and build a consistent and confident lifestyle, my one-on-one coaching program is now open for enrollment. To apply, visit www.superlysamp.com. And from there, we'll book a call to see if you are a great fit. I'm so excited to serve you in this program. But until then, I'll talk to you next week.